for tuning in with us. Welcome to Cami Greg Helping Hand. I am your good, good girlfriend, Cami Greg, behind this mic. And I just want to first start off by just thanking you for tuning in with us. You could have listened to anyone. So I'm just grateful that you're here today. Okay, we're going to dive right in. So today's topic is in-laws or outlaws. That is what I want to talk about. This is kind of like a sticky subject or topic, if you will. But this is definitely for couples, divorcees, uh, childs, mothers, uh, baby father, however. But this is a couple's um, situation. And I want to talk about what does it mean to be an in-law? What does that mean? Um, So... Even though it, an in-law uh, can be a, a relative that is um, legal binding by a marriage or some type of form of commitment, um, especially if this individual is the um, mother-in-law or you know the spouse of the individual's um, parent or father-in-law or wife, what what does it mean? Um, what, what does this actually mean? So, when you're talking about any an in-law, it's anyone in a relationship that's not natural or not by blood. That's what an in-law is. That's what they're defining it as. Okay. Um, so, when someone introduces this type of individual, and when I say this type, I'm talking about an in-law. Um, it's often associated with how they're connected to that person. And when I say that person, I'm meaning the actual lover, the, how they're established within the family, within this dynamic. So really, the person is never introduced as an individual. Um, case in point, uh, when my sister-in-law introduces me, she doesn't introduce me as Cam. She doesn't say, hi, this is Cam. That's never the introduction. The introduction is, this is Cam my sister-in-law or hi this is my sister-in-law at times my name isn't even given it's the status so it's this is my brother's wife Um, a lot of times my name isn't given so a lot of times in that in that aspect it's as if I'm placed there by an invite or my status is determined by the actual family they're giving it to me so and informing others of what my status is so even uh, when I'm at a family function let's say I'm on my husband's side because I have an adorable husband um someone will come up and ask me to introduce myself and they'll say the first thing they'll say is what's your relationship to the family almost as if it's an investigation what what are you doing here (laughs) is what they really want to say but what comes out is what are, you, what are you doing? What do you hear? And you hear similar questions like that even when you go to weddings or funerals. Those are big family functions. So, okay. So, staying on topic. I don't want to digress. So, even though I'm married to my husband, I still have to make known or declare and sometimes even prove my status to others, especially if I'm at a family function of his. So, I have to basically inform others that myself 
belong here in some aspect almost convince them um and i belong here by my association so is it necessarily who i am as an individual but who i am as an association Mm, y'all with me okay so now at times if if i had family input or requested um to join in a conversation regardless of the settings and most of the times i was even invited into um, like family topics that are related uh, I was quickly reminded of my status she ain't blood she's an in-law <laughs> so that leaves me to think you know getting stuck in those thoughts that am I really am I really family um, because of my legal status or am I conveniently structured into the idea of what the family has placed the status or role i should be for them so even though i was dragged or invited or requested to be in the family that doesn't necessarily mean i'm actually in there i'm not actually determined to be their idea of family i'm an associative Stay with me. So, of course, I said the topic was in-law um, or outlaw. So, I wanted to go into outlaw as I was talking. So, that's right. I, I want you to hear outlaw. So, when we define an outlaw, we already defined what the in-law is. When we define an outlaw, it's when you declare one who is breaking the law. Now, keep in mind, an in-law, that's one where it's binding legally or commitment, some type of um declaration where an outlaw is almost kind of um, going into a different direction where it's looked at a banishment a fugitive outside the protection of the law which means until someone declares that person back in good standing or no longer a fugitive that is when they're declared acceptable okay so we're going to examine that but first I want to pose a question I want to pose a question Does being an in-law automatically mean you're family or or not? Are you an outlaw? And I'm just, I want to hear from you. So I'm going to give us the contact information. I need you to email us at Greg and that's C-A-M-I-G-R-E-G-G-4-0 at gmail.com. I need to hear from you. I need your feedback. Also tweet us. We have a Twitter account at C-A-M-I-G-R-E-G-G-4-0. I dot G-R-E-G-G. Um, that's our Instagram. And also follow us on Twitter at C-A-M-I underscore G-R-E-G-G. That is our Twitter account. I need I need you to follow us and I need your questions and, and also your feedback as it relates to today's social wellness therapy topic. Okay. But back to the question I'm posing is does an in-law automatically mean family? Or are are they an outlaw? Are they defined as the in-law or the outlaw? Does that mean they're family? So, of course, we're going to get back on topic. As you know, I always say, what do you mean, Cammie Greg? And so, as we come back on to topic, I want to examine the outlaw status even further, okay? So, let's take an example for a moment okay i'm gonna look at me just look at me so as i guys as as i told you guys i'm married i have an adorable husband 
all of our family members, um, they came out. They came out, they celebrated our unionship. And then the very same people that celebrate us constantly remind me or ask me to remind myself or remind them, I should say, who, who are you married to again? Who are you related to again? Why are you here at the family reunion, the birthday party, the anniversary, the graduation? And, and I can go on and on. I'm, I'm just going to stop there. But I'm just naming different um, events where family, you know, come together. So as I take this a, a step further, um, even if you include kids into the picture. Now, this is just my observation. Um, and I've noticed once children are in the picture, especially children who are blood related to the family, the in-laws position status becomes more complicated. Okay, so just stay with me. Case in point, when you go over a friend's house, and, and this actually has happened to me. I've, I've been over a friend's house. And let's say we've got children running around and and I inquire um, on how these children, they correlate, you know, in this e- equation. Why are these children here? And, you know, that could be me being nosy because I'm like, you know, I don't want the illegal kidnappings going on. And that's just an extreme. <laughs> but nevertheless, so so I'm inquiring to this friend, who are these children? What What is this? Who is this? You know, who is this kid? You know, how are they involved? Why are they here? And, and you know, the friend would go, oh, that's my nephew, my brother's son. Or they'll say, oh, those twins, those are my nieces. Those are my sister's children. So, but when it, when I switched and identified the in-law, whom is a parent of the children, the presentation changes. It changes and say, oh, that's the twins' father over there. He's always in the family business. And it identifies them, but also adds um, an equation as to why they equal here, why they're here. Their status is here. But that wasn't necessarily with the children. It was more of an acceptance of, that's my niece. Those those twins are my nieces. Where it was the dynamic with the twins' father was, that's the equation and this is what they do. So it was acknowledging what they were and then what they do. So I know you guys have heard this before. Um, and, and of course, I was just being, you know, inquisitive, my inquisitive self or, or nosy. Um, but I just thought that was really good th- that they would say not only what their status was, but also their behavior that they bring to the family. Interesting. So I say that to bring focus as it relates to the family. And um, wh- the family imputed dynamics or the family speculative um, what speculated in these dynamics and another way is looking at a hypothetical significance of one's relations within the family yeah this is deep okay so now I, I want everyone to get in their observation mode the next time we're at a family function I know we got a lot going on with the coronavirus but I I want you to even look I don't care next time if it's a video chat a conference call I want you to look at the and observe um, even if it's a family chat how these conditions are attached when it comes to the in-law and almost it's almost like a a proven or um, an impending contract something that's temporary okay stay with me okay when someone enters the family and especially depending on the culture of whom one is uh, 
like of no biological relation now this this doesn't include adopted children or foster children that's a whole nother dynamic um this only focused on the in-law whom is initially viewed as an outlaw of some sort yes yes okay so stay with me so even though someone could say i love my daughter-in-law and my brother-in-law he's the coolest my uncle's wife is she's an aunt to me regardless of blood blood okay one can say that but it's all in the action and what's viewed afterwards that's right look at the action and the um person's behavior the body language changes the status has to be made known the in-law has to be granted permission by the family to access different dynamics different parts of the conversation different status or acceptance as to why they're part of the function even how the in-laws and the parents um they're the parents of the child it's often greeted as um they're, they're greeted with unsolicited unsolicited advice from the, the from the family members it inquires the relationship of the family members um about their future and their intentions and the in-law is watched or observed closely within the relative um, home or perhaps the in-law is even judged more harshly than a random stranger who is not a non-family member at all so just one second i want you to next time you you get around this dynamics and of course i'm talking to the in-law i'm talking to those in this position just to sit quietly turn up your ears and silence your mouth from running don't respond and and see how the in-law in-law dynamic works it and it works in an outlaw system it it, it does the in-law remains at large and is viewed acceptable as an acceptable outcast that is or a fugitive because the relationship they have with the actual blood relative the legal status um, that was created between the in-law and the blood relative is only sacred for them remember the commitment yes okay you know the one in the relationship where you both say it's you and me against the world me and you together forever yes okay never once in a relationship is it um your mother's lover the father aunt cousin the 22nd third cousin twice removed their third half brother you get my point that's never brought into the actual relationship when you get together it's it's you and me it's you it's it's you and the individual so the reason why I'm saying this is the when, when the in-law gets around the lover's family dynamics, the honor of the commitment that that was made or established, I should say, um, as, as far as the unified unit, sometimes gets tossed away um, or it appears that way um, with the commitment you guys make because a lot of times roles get adjusted and sometimes a lover or that wife or husband they don't want to rattle anything they're like oh that's my aunt that's how they are oh i'm sorry and 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 they make excuses for the family and almost kind of trade the in-laws comfortability or individuality to appease the family okay so 
I need you guys to answer this question for me and, and I need your feedback. So, of course, I need you to go to our Twitter um, at Cami Craig, C-A-M-I underscore G-R-E-G-G. Follow us on Instagram. You guys know it at Cami, C-A-M-I dot Greg, G-R-E-G-G. And don't forget the email address. Please email us, okay? C-A-M-I G-R-E-G-G four zero at gmail.com. And, and I want to I wanna post this question. Does the commitment you know, to your lover, to your spouse, a significant other, partner, whatever that dynamic is between the unionship, does it go out the window whenever they, and I mean, you're, you're the other ones that established, not necessarily you, does the commitment that you guys make to each other go out the window when the family dynamic of the relatives or, or the blood relatives or how this go does that commitment that you guys say you and me against the world does that get tested does it get thrown away does it get adjusted is it you know how my mom is or, ugh, my uncles gets a little drunk sometime i i want your feedback i answer that question but i, I want to get back on topic now um as we got, we've got this hypothetical theory going here when it comes to the in-law and, and you know the outlaw theory we've got some theories going on here but one of the things I wanted to say is that has it already been established that the in-law who's coming through the door who's you know had this unionship are they always initially viewed as the outlaw and and their status has to be proven that member has to get in the good graces of the family and and the family the family doesn't really honor the commitment that the that the in-law has made or the actual blood relative has made because they utilize their position status as a power play because they know the in-law is actually the outlaw within their mix. Mm. Okay, so we're getting to something. So let's look at dynamics. Let's look at certain dynamics. And I've said that quite a bit, but I want to define what dynamics is and and because i've used this word a lot here and we use that a lot when we talk about family so dynamics is to look in it's 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 to look as a change within the system it's a process or forces of property that stimulate growth and or development now this is deep so a family um, they're all descendants of a common ancestor. So, or a family can be described as a group of one or more that can include children, parents that live together as a unit, as one unit. So do you guys hear that? Live together as one, living together, live together as one unit. So of course we gotta get to our measurement tools, okay? And, and, and today's measurement tool in this topic is the dynamic of choice. Now, a choice is the act of selection okay that is making a decision when facing other possibilities i I want you guys to get this okay this is deep so when we pose the question about does the commitment get tossed away when it is or is it honored among the family maybe the unionship wasn't actually um tossed away maybe it was altered because the system changed the chosen system changed it wasn't necessarily made by 
you and your partner or whom within the relationship, but maybe it's the unit um, because the unit has now stepped outside of their normal process and or properties that have stimulated the others around them. So when I say the others around them, I'm talking about the family members and they may be resistant to this change or interruption. Okay, so keep in mind that dynamic is development, it's ever evolving. And this dynamic is a choice. This is deep guys, okay? So in our measurement tools, we have a set of choices and decisions that have been made, established, and they continue to be explored within the system of the chosen change, okay? So we chose and we choose to continue to grow, to develop the union ship. But that doesn't necessarily mean we're doing that with the actual, the family, okay? Stay with me. So once one has to be flexible to the change, that's the step. That's the first initial focus. You have to be flexible to change when you're viewing the actual union ship. The in-law is a status given by others, not by the unionship. So some, you know, may be legally married and others, they, they have that strong commitment. So the focus of the other relatives, it's, it's only seasonal. Yes, it's seasonal. It's not every day, regardless of what's going on outside, you know, with the family members, the dynamics, it's seasonal. So the focus has to be on the union. The union is the dynamic. So case in point, this means a wife, husband, fiance, girlfriend, boyfriend, that that top union is the only one. And even when the children are involved, those are descendants of the unionship. Okay. But all of that takes priority. So the unionship is the priority and the children descend from the unionship. So there lies the focus only on the unionship, not the extension. Okay, stay with me, y'all. What's the extension? The extension is what we call our last step. Those are the other family members outside the unionship. Those are place priority status. Okay, y'all with me? So that's why this measurement cool is tool is called the dynamic of choice. This measurement tool is the dynamic of choice you heard me when one enters a home there are already plugs and, and sockets within that home you come in you're like oh there's an outlet right there you know in the wall of the home so let's say i come in i gotta hook up my tv and I, oh I, my computer and, and i need my laptop oh, i need to charge it for my phone and it, there's only so many plugs and sockets so then what i have to go grab now is my extension i need an extension cord now extension cords are purchased okay there's they're invested these are something that are added at, at someone's own will okay stay with me so even though um, these extension cords are now a part of the home at any time they can be removed even you know placed in different areas or even tossed but it's a choice to leave them in the position that the extension cords were placed. You guys got a good visual. This is a, a visual. So being an in-law or being viewed as an outlaw isn't the priority within the dynamic of one's partnership. The union is. 
So when one keeps focus on strengthening, repairing, rebuilding, or building the unionship, not the extension. Okay? That's it, guys. I'm signing off. Thank you for tuning in with your girl, Cammie Greg. It's me on the mic. Please follow us on Twitter. I'm going to give it to you again. It's at C-A-M-I underscore G-R-E-G-G. Also go to our Instagram. Please follow us on Instagram at C-A-M-I dot G-R-E-G-G. Cammie dot Greg, email all your questions. Give me your feedback on how you like today's topic. And I want to, of course, if you leave me a message or email, I'm going to shout you out right here in the podcast. I love to do that. So again, it's Cami, C A M I G R E G G 40 at gmail.com. I'll be reading all your questions and making sure that I get your feedback because I just love reading your feedback. Also, check out our sister's organization at www.thesafetynet youthservices.net the safety net youthservices.net also we accept donations and referrals jump on over to that website check out our blog we post twice a month um, on wordpress and it's camigreg.wordpress.com check us out check out that newly topic i'm not going to tell you what it is you guys gotta be safe out there okay remember a helping hand may be the only hand someone get fed from Okay, peace and love. Bye.